Hey everybody. Yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, and once again, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, I'm just going to say it. You've got your nice shirt yeah, that you I leave in it. your office. It's the same one. You've swapped out the undershirt. We're all relieved to see that. You you went with a nice black today instead of the maroon. Couldn't get to the white undershirt, but you've got a black one on there. Not the maroon one, but the same nice shirt that you leave in the office. Yeah. I don't leave, Jason. I just work. I just, you know, when I get tired, when I need same to clean here. up, yeah. I just change undershirts and just, I keep going. You know, I, I just take a little like a bucket shower, a little bucket shower, you know, just kind of splash some water, get clean, keep going. I'm a working man here. Got a lot to do. Good. Well, you look good. You look nice because of the nice shirt and it's <laughs> good to see nice you. <laughs> the top, We're doing a, the top a, looks a okay, little yeah. bonus episode for everybody. Uh, this is yeah. coming out. It uh, should be out on a Thursday uh, instead of a Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're happy to do it because we have a special bonus episode of the Paid Search Podcast where we're going to be talking more towards the professional audience, Chris, the freelancers, the agencies. And we're going to be talking about how to create a professional report for Google Ads uh, and kind of talking about our experience with reporting and This episode is brought to you by Optio and their amazing reporting feature inside of the Optio software. And uh, we'll be walking through that extensively uh, on a screen share later in the episode. So make sure to check out the episode on YouTube. Uh, But Chris, does that kind of cover it for the intro? It's It's a special episode. It's our first special episode ever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this is something we don't do very often at all. Um, you know, I mean, Jason, it's hard to get you twice a week. So, you know, this is a, this is a special thing. Get that special Jason yeah, smile. You know, I've been, I've twice been worried a week. about I've been worried about trying to find two shirts, and I think the lesson from today is mm. that you don't have to. You don't have to. So, I'll just leave this one in the office and <laughs> yeah. we can do as many yeah. two episode weeks as you want, Why? Chris. It's fine. Most people are listening anyway. I can't even see it. They have no idea. Oh, until you, until I'm, you I'm mention getting, I get, I get messages from clients that want to do consulting with me, and they they make me say specifically that I will not comment on their fashion choices uh, when we go on the screen share because they're worried about that because they yeah. say I'm so critical. Yeah, you're pretty on your rough. Fashion choices, pretty rough. I'm really not. It's just when you come on here with the maroon undershirt, it's or the classy. second week in a row with the same <laughs> nice shirt. I've got to say something. Yeah. I know. I know. I asked for it. I, I, when, when I, when I, we hit the record button, I was like, "Did I wear this shirt last time?" I, oh, it's too late then. It's too late. Well, hey, no, we no, no more minds at all because that face that's sitting on mm. top of that shirt is so <laughs> handsome. Thank you. Just so handsome, movie star looks. Now I'm ready to go. Now I feel good. Thank now you're you. ready to go. Now yeah, I'm ready good, to go. Good. I'm ready. And Jason, it is a special episode because we're actually going to talk to a little bit more segmented group this is something that really applies to everyone but we're going to move off to the side of google ads a little bit and talk about the reporting of a google ads campaign and particularly this is going to be people who are managing it for their boss and they need to report it to their boss they're a freelancer they're an agency i mean this is real life monthly sometimes uh you know multiple times a month kind of issues that we don't address very often and the fact is for a long time, years and years, both you and I in our own separate companies were completely stressed at the the difficulty, the the complexity, the the amount of work involved with reporting. 
And now yeah. the technology out there is just amazing. And it's super important to give these reports to clients, to keep them updated. Um, what, you know, whether you're reporting internally to your own boss, to your manager, you, know, you, you need to communicate this information is critically important and you need to do it in a time efficient way. Yeah. And I think if we talk, if we speak to the importance of reporting uh, in Google ads for your boss, for other parties at your company or for your clients, if you're an agency, the whole reason why it's important is because Google ads is important. It's a, it's a big part of companies' marketing budgets. And the whole reason they've hired you at your company or they've hired you as an agency is because they do not understand Google ads to the extent that you do. And so for them to be able to understand what you're doing and the results they're getting from the Google ads campaigns, they're pretty much not ready. It's not going to be beneficial for them to look at the Google ads account themselves because if they could do that, they wouldn't need you. And so there needs to be this kind of process, this outside of the Google Ads interface reporting system so the people you're working for can get the data they need in a way that they can understand. Yeah. And then, Chris, you speak to this a lot, um, combining like people in your and I's shoes, combining our knowledge of Google Ads with the knowledge of the business owner or someone who's been at a business for a long time, their knowledge about their specific industry and business and their customers. And if you can translate the Google ads knowledge and data to them in a nice report, they can then in return go, oh no, we don't want to show up on this keyword or no, we don't want a lot of our budget going to this kind of keyword because it's a lower margin thing. Mm -hmm. Or wow, why don't we have any searches for this? We're not seeing it. And then when they look at the ads, them seeing that visually, they can kind of give you guidance on that. So it's a great way to kind of collaborate with your clients. And and that's why it's so important, because you can kind of tell them what you're doing. Uh, that said, Chris, it's extremely important, but you mentioned this earlier. When you're starting out, it can be extremely difficult to do a monthly reporting process. Yeah. So kind of speak to why many people, including our earlier selves, have found it so difficult. Yeah. I mean, years ago, when I, long time ago, when I started Google Ads, there was no automated reporting system, period. I mean, you had to open up an Excel document. You had to open up a spreadsheet and copy the stuff, you know, uh, over. And, you know, you, you would have kind of a template and you would have to grind through. And this stuff was in no way a simple process. Uh, you had to do it by hand. And now we're to the point, you know, a couple of years ago when that was done for you and, you know, the reports looked okay. At the point now, you have options now. You have options and the best choice that you can make should be something based on keeping your job focused on Google ads and the communication part, not the clicky, clicky, customized kind of, nope, move this around. Oh, this is broken kind of stuff. The harder it is, to get that right, the less time that you have to do other things that are more important, you know, like actually managing Google Ads campaigns and stuff like that. The the time sink that can be involved in a bad reporting system is is killer. I mean, it, I, I I remember back before um you know you you you're do, whatever you're doing now, Jason. The first of the month, you would look so much more stressed. Because it would kill well, you, you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't see me for the first yeah. ten days. Yeah, we would. Yeah. We would schedule the podcast around that first of the month, because yeah. those first three days of the month would just be destroyed. It, you can't do anything because you're writing reports well, and sending the, the, emails. The difficulty, I think, you mentioning technology, you're you're 
keying in on like the the main problem that has been yeah. and and now Optio is solving but the the main problem has been that as a Google Ads manager there's so much and like so much more now going on in Google Ads accounts uh there's so much going on you're excited about the results you're seeing really important things and like sometimes you don't have like a finished cake you're still like baking the cake and like you want to present the data in a way that shows the value that you're creating and the value that can come down the road if you're not there yet to your to your client to your stakeholder but if the technology is not there pretty much the only way to convey the value was to just punch it out manually mm. which once you get up to 5 10 clients or more it's not really doable yeah. uh in in a in a timely fashion so that's where the difficult difficulty comes from was the lack of technology now we have the technology we'll be talking about that uh later in the episode but i agree with you like i was thinking about reporting this week and it's such a i can't i'm the king of metaphors i can't think of another situation that kind of is the same with reporting because like the weird thing about it is that reporting is it's fundamental to google ads management it's entirely important like it's critical but at the same time, your mission should be to spend the least amount of time on reporting as possible. So yeah. it's like you can't live without it, but you don't want to live with it because it it needs to literally be like a automated one second thing if possible um, or relatively like that. So it's a weird thing where it's very important, but it's your job not to spend a lot of time on it as a Google Ads manager. Because like you're saying, Chris, you need to be in the account managing the account. On top of that, I would argue it's your job to make sure your stakeholder that's receiving your report spends the least amount of time possible digesting that report. They should be able to look through that within five minutes and know exactly what's going on and know exactly what they want to convey back to you. So it's a weird thing where it's like super important, but for all parties involved, you want it to go as quick as possible. And I can't think of anything else in life that's kind of like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Chris? Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is, you might spend tons and tons of time on your report and the client, your boss, wh whoever it is, does not care it, and just glances at the report and you're like, I, I spent I spent an hour writing these paragraphs, you know, and coming up with this special graph and stuff like that. I, that's a lesson I learned uh, pretty quick, <laughs> it, it, you know, from, from spending so many hours and writing up these complex things. Um, and there's some very specific things that Optio has done with their reporting system that is so unique that solves that problem that uh, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, I mean, you, you may spend tons of time. You may say, well, I don't want automated because the personalized aspects is, aspect is really important. How much time do your clients really take reading that report? Ask them. Ask them, like, how, you know. Do you really read the report? Because what they really want is just this straight stuff. They just want a straight answer. I think it's really important. And, and a lot of them want different things. And that's the beauty of customizable yeah. reports. Um, some of them want more commentary. Some of them, if you create a graph the exact right way, that's exactly what they need to see month to month. Or maybe they're just more focused on KPIs, key performance indicators, cost per conversion, spend, and uh, change month over month. So uh, I like the, the ability to make custom reports and like what we're saying it needs to be the least amount of time for all parties involved the business owners they don't have time to read through reports that are not set up for them because uh, they got to run their business so you got to set it up for them so chris with that said 
We've broken this down into five tips to make the best Google Ads reports possible. And then after we go through these tips, we're going to go through a screen share of the Optio reporting system uh, so everyone can see that. Now, Chris, let's get into the five tips. So the five tips for the best Google Ads reports, it must look professional and be easy to read. Yeah. Kind of break that down. Yeah. So obviously Google Ads is... (laughs) I mean, it's notorious for when you compare it to those other silly advertising platforms out there. What's the one thing that Google Ads is known for? I mean, complexity and like tons of things that overwhelm people. The amount of metrics and things they've tried to simplify it. But the fact is, there's so much to look at. And if you can find a reporting system that is clean and looks like it provides that information in a, in a clean way and it's readable to a layman. That's the very first thing. Cause I don't care what else you do, whether you can generate the report easily, whether it has all these other great graphs and stuff like that, it needs to look good and it needs to be easily consumable, easily readable. That's the first thing because you're not the end person here. The end person is your client. The person that you're writing the report for it's not, it's not for you. So that's critical. Number one to me. Easily readable, understandable. And to me, easily readable comes down to consistency and people expecting the same format, the same style each month. I I like the ability to send a a consistent looking report. Uh, That's obviously a lot different than when we started and we were just punching out commentary uh, for each client and every month was different. But yeah, professional, easily uh, readable, and then a very consistent look. And... um, if you're like, I don't have a background in graphic design, but mm-hmm. Optio has capabilities to kind of yeah. help you with that, with logos and things like that. And we'll get into that, uh, which is a very cool thing. So the second tip uh, for making the best Google ads reports is reports need to be easy to generate and they need to be something you can customize. So kind of speak to that. Yeah. So as long as it is something that's readable, then it should be repeatable. You you need to be able to do this at scale, right? You said you said it earlier. Is sure when you have one or two clients, then absolutely you can do those couple reports and not be under any kind of stress. That's totally doable. You know, I think you can still do it better if you have one or two clients. You can still do it better with a system like Optio's, but you can you can handle it. But when you start to scale this, these reports need to be generated easily and they need to be customizable with the proper logo. The uh, Sometimes you do white label, Jason. I, I know you and I both yeah. deal with that. You need to be able to swap your name out for the agency that you're doing the work for and be able to share their name instead of yours. So there are things that need to be able to be customized and changed. And then you need to be able to scale that out and, it, and, and, and generate them quickly because this this point number two is all about time time investment getting it done and getting it done quickly and moving past that first of the month nightmare yeah and you mentioned the first of the month some people out there might be tempted to think well i have 15 clients and how long does it take to really make a report for each of them i'm just gonna add an extra 10 minutes to each client's amount of work that i'm allocating to them each month and you may think that but it never ends up being 10 minutes when you're creating a report uh, from scratch or, or sending out a long email. 
And the other thing that makes this process very difficult if you don't have a good system in place is that it all happens at once. It all happens at the end of the month or, mm-hmm. or the first of the month. And there's also a lot of other incoming around that time of the month. There's there's billing, there's questions from clients, and it's very difficult to kind of create those reports uh, from scratch. So you want something that you can easily uh, generate. Chris's third tip here uh, is very interesting. Uh, reports should include personalized commentary. That's a, uh, that's this a might debatable sound, Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be controversial. It's very difficult to do if you don't have some of the tools that we'll see later on in this episode. But at the end of the day, personalized commentary, I don't think you can argue against it. Like it's a good thing to be able to add context to the data that someone's seeing on the page. It's just a question of being able to do that at scale with different tools that softwares can provide these days, uh, like Optio. So Chris, that commentary in general, let's kind of just speak about that for a minute. Yeah. What is that commentary like? Should it be extensive? Should it be short? How do you look at commentary? And like, do you just look at it as like explaining data? So I think you you you, you were correct when you brought up how I approach things. I am a Google Ads expert. I'm not an expert in their business. So what I can do best is I can communicate the metrics. I can communicate what this means and what's important. You know, the, the raw data is very difficult to digest, very difficult for people to understand. What they need is an interpretation. Just like if I look at a a, a readout of my MRI, I'm not going to understand what I'm looking I need a doctor. I need a professional to tell me what I'm looking at. That's that's our place as the manager. So the personalized commentary, I think, is very important. But you hit on an important point there. How far do you go with that personalized commentary? I'll tell you, years and years ago, I as I, as I said, I spent hours on this. I would write miniature little reports. You know, it'd be, it'd be like half a page. Um, report multiple uh, paragraphs until my longest running client. I'd been with him for years and years, even back then. And he said, yeah, you know, I got on the phone with him, you know, after sending the report and they're like, yeah, I, I saw your report, but I'll tell you what, Chris, when I'm feeling, you know, sleepy, these are great from, you know, just put me right, right to bed every night. You know, this is my best client who loves me and it's still with me today. I mean, I've had him for like 12 years. They don't find the report to be helpful and they just want to cut straight to the meat. That should be a good indication that when you do commentary, when you add something to it personable that they can read, it should be concise and short. Yeah. And there's a reason for the commentary to explain that data and explaining that data should not be, it should not take that long. If you explain it uh, in a clear way, good example is like, you got 10,000 impressions this month. The the KPI section, Key Performance Indicator. The reason I repeat that, Chris, is because one time I worked at an agency and I was a young man, just a young man. And everyone, not everyone, but a few guys would say KPI, KPI. over and over. And yeah. they wouldn't explain what that means. And I didn't know what that means. Uh, and it made me feel silly. Yeah, and I agree with you. Really, they were the silly ones because... All they had to do was say it one time. One time. Yeah, just what is that And I'm mean? just making up for it here. That's why I say it. I agree with you. I, I, for people I, that some, don't say it. That's why sometimes when I say CTR, I follow up with click-through rate. When I say CPC, right. I say cost per click. Because we have new listeners all the time. 
So yeah. I CPA CPA yeah. cost per acquisition cost per yeah cost per SIS conversion. search impression share oh SIS that's not one I say very lost, often lost to neither do I I'm just trying yeah. to come up with stuff <laughs> but I think that kind of wraps it up CT, click through eight yeah. cost per yeah acquisition um, so yeah Chris so let's say you have ten thousand impressions right there on the report in that commentary you can explain maybe like how that relates to the industry, mm-hmm. if that's good or bad, what you think of it is the manager, translate that data. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to go into an impression is when someone sees the oh, gosh. ad. An <laughs> yeah. impression on display is when someone sees the ad for more than one second or right. scrolls down the page, whatever. You don't yeah. have to no, get no. into all of that, especially month after month after month. Um, but speaking of month after month after month, monthly comparisons, another controversial topic here chris yeah number um, four how, yeah how do you how do you feel about yeah the four tip here including uh monthly comparisons month over month comparisons in your in your reports yeah so this was extremely difficult years ago and again keeping to number two rule easily generated and customized this is something that is easy to do um you can find a reporting system i think optio does an excellent job of this of communicating nice little you know arrows green arrows um, you know, indicators that that the C level person that you're reporting to, you know, wh- whoever's the person that's making that decision, up arrow, down down arrow, you know, no arrow, something like that. They just want to know: Did this go up? Did it go down? Did it not change really much at all? You know, the, the small percentage changes is what they're looking for. You know, if if you say you got 13 conversions, they're going to say, okay, well, what did we do last year at this time? What did we do uh, last month? You know, are we up? Is that is that down? Who knows? So yeah, that is. Um, I think it's a absolute necessity um, because it 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 takes a lot of the guesswork of of what they're going to be asking immediately. That's the first thing they're going to ask: Are we up? or Are we down? That's one. Of the, that's what they want to know. Yeah, and a, and a few things about this. Like one is it's it's extremely difficult to do if you don't have an automated software because you've got to go back into Google Ads and pull the data not just for one month but two months. Uh, the second thing is that this is a great place to layer on some commentary uh, because uh, a lot of yeah. times month over month comparisons, and that's why I was saying that earlier, unless they're explained, yeah. uh, they can be taken the wrong way by a lot mm-hmm. of different people. So, you know, click through rate going down month of, after month, that might look bad, but without some context about what you've done to the cost per click with or a cost per conversion with lower bidding potentially. So I, I like the ability to add some commentary when clients see those month over month uh, comparisons, uh, but they do give more context to the current set of data. And if you like the results you're getting, uh, there's nothing wrong with not that big of a change month to month. Sure. Uh, once an account is in a really good state. I think that's something a lot of people don't understand. You want to talk to that, Chris? Yeah. I mean, it, the best thing you can do is provide consistency. <laughs> I mean, you know, once it once it's in really good shape. Yeah, well, yeah, once it's in good shape. Yeah, I mean that I I I talk about this all the time in consulting that I do. You know, you don't have to double conversions. You don't have to change things for the for the purpose of just changing them. And in the report, you don't have to show amazing leaps forward. It's just yeah, we were down a little bit, up a little bit. Give some context, and that's where that personalized commentary can make a big difference. You know, to kind of give you some uh, some information there, but that's, yeah, yeah, that's great. And the fifth tip, uh, this is my favorite reports should be customized for each client. Yeah. Uh, everybody's different, Chris, and everybody takes in information in different w- ways and everybody 
has a different priority on different sets of information that they find valuable to them. So uh, the ability to customize the report for each client, that's an important thing for you? Yeah. Um, easiest example. You have a client who is e-commerce based, right? They're selling, they're selling shoes online, okay? Then you have a roofer that you're providing services for. These two clients are so different. One, the primary thing you should report on is return on ad spend, ROAS, ROAS. That's for the e-commerce client. It's unlikely that your roofing client is going to have or value that ROAS. It's not going to be nearly as accurate as that e-commerce. Those are two different reports. Everything else can be the same, but the primary thing on like headline one, page one of your report should be swapped over. You should be able to customize this information. And uh, that's what I mean by, you know, custom by the client, because some clients may not even have conversions. I have plenty of clients that don't even track conversions. They're interested in just, you know, quality of traffic and, and maintaining, you know, those kind of things. And you may not want to even have conversion data in there. Yeah. And then in, in some cases with some clients, even if they're both uh, in the lead generation space, like two different roofers, I've had situations where like in the past with uh, when like say a roofer had been working with someone before me and they had been burned on keywords and broad keywords kept popping up in the account because the manager didn't really know what they were doing. And they got really frustrated about that. The client got really frustrated about that. And they got frustrated about broad keywords eating up all the budget and some low quality traffic uh, coming in. And they're very focused on not having broad keywords. That's like the main reason they hired me in yeah. some cases. In those cases, sometimes they just want to see a report that says what they spent, what their conversion data looked like, and then the keyword page. And just show me my keywords. That's all I want to see because I want to make sure my money's <laughs> going to stuff I want to show up on. Yeah. Um, I ha I've had an attorney once, Chris, screamed at me, screamed at me in my first meeting with him. Sounds right. Uh, it felt kind of good. I needed it, yeah, you know, yeah. and I liked it. Uh, but he screamed <laughs> yeah, at me because he was so angry about the, the keywords he was showing up on with his former manager. And I guess he had gone back over and over with them like, no, not these keywords. No, not these keywords. We uh, do this specific thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Got and he yelled it again. And Won't I was like, again, I like that. And it, it got it. Yeah. It was Please like, another one. <laughs> I, t I told him again, we'll, we'll get it done. And then he yelled again. And uh, he's been with me for many, many years. It's yeah. been great. Um, and I send him a custom keyword report every week there because that's what he wants to see. Uh, in other cases, you have people that say, hey, I trust you. I like the results we're getting. I'm busy. Send me a one pager. Show me my yeah, spend. Show go. me my conversion Good data. Point. And just make sure that comes in uh, every month. So being able to customize is very, uh, very important. So Chris, we're at a special point in the episode here where yeah. we are going to do something <sighs> That's been asked for many times. Many times. From our audience. Special. We're going to get visual here. We're going to do a screen share and we're going to walk through Optio's reporting system. Uh, before that, and as we're getting set up for that, Chris, I just want you to remind everybody yeah. about the trial we always offer, mm -hmm. where they can access it, and how it's not just reporting. So why don't you walk everyone through that? Yeah. So I, I, I give this pitch all the time. And guys, uh, now this pitch is even better. So they're still offering the two-month free trial. That hasn't changed. That's specifically at optio.com slash PSP. That's the normal stuff you've heard before. But there's a special link in the description where you can go and you can see for yourself what this reporting looks like. And this is a free trial of the whole system. You now get their 
amazing suggestion automated uh, system that is so smart that it can help you optimize your campaign in a fraction of the time, all of your clients, and you get the reporting that we're going to show here in a moment. And it's all for the same great deal. There's no additional fee to be able to get this reporting. Uh, it's all included. So I tell you what, this software keeps getting better and better. Everyone that I talk to asks about it like, hey man, thanks for telling me about Optio. You can try it too, optio.com slash PSP, or check the special link in the description to see why it matters even more to try this amazing tool thanks to the reporting. And with that, Jason, we're going to jump into a very special section where I have here on the screen a new report. So we're going to go through, we talked about the five things that really matter. Right here on the screen, I have an example of what this Optio software looks like. And this is how you create a report. You can name the report, choose the reporting period, and then choose your theme. Flip through a couple of these here. Jason, what I like about it is it's simple. It looks professional. That was one of the first things I had talked about, readable. We'll see what it looks, what the actual report looks like, but you can change the summary, the templates. They're easily, you can flip through them or, or create your own template. You know, so you might create a template for a cost per conversion client or a no conversion client at all. You can create those templates and then assign it. White label. Yeah, what, there you go. Thank you. White label stuff has all the information. If you need to add, uh, you know, additional information in the reports, it's all right here. It's super easy. And this, without further delay, is the best part. So all that stuff was setting up the report. This is what the report looks like. And we'll go through here. And here's the cover, Jason. Always... You know, cover always uh, is important. Everybody has a cover page. I, I really like this one, Chris. And if you scroll up, I just want to look at this visually for a second. I like the that you see the very good bakery and then the color on the report is the same, the same blue. I like the ability to do that. There's something about that this is all not just a white space, which is one of the templates if you want. Mm -hmm. But I really like the one uh, with the color. You got the date range that this covers in the upper right corner. Uh, you've got your agency, if you want it, with the uh, white label option there. If you don't want it, um, you don't have to. But you've got the option there to put your kind of branding on there. Uh, and then the client's branding. It's a customized report to them. It looks very professional. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm, I'm chomping at the bit, bit here because this is one of the big items that I talked about, you know, we, we, number one was looking professional. I think if you're, if, if you're visually seeing this, you know, check it out on YouTube so you can see it. You can see what this looks like when you're seeing it, Jason, here's the green arrows pointing up, pointing down, you know, stuff like that. It, you can see here's the spent, here's the conversions, here's the cost per conversion. Here's the impressions, all the important things that you want to show they're on the page. They're right there. And it, it sh should I go ahead and just talk about this? Because I, I really want to share this. You can highlight this section over here and I can change the text that's on the screen. Okay, so this text, which I'll talk about where this text comes from, but I can delete this and then write my own uh, like, you know, thing. So this is the report for, you know, this month and things, you know, went really well, blah, blah, blah. You can type it. That is so much easier than creating a Word document, putting in a screenshot of the Google Ads, you know, dashboard, and then writing something underneath. It's already here for you. 
the fact that you can just type it and and add bolding and, and bullet points and stuff like that right into the system, customizable, personalized commentary, like the point number three we had talked about. Amazing. I I don't see things like this in other reporting softwares. Yeah, and, and for all the professionals out there, you can see on the left side the advice from Optio oh, about yeah. keeping it simple. Yeah. If your uh, client doesn't know a lot about Google Ads or digital marketing, and then the data is right there. So sometimes it's going to be good news. Sometimes it's not. And it's right there in front of you. Right. But up. Yeah. you can give them some context and showing it to them, telling them the bad news, telling them why, giving it some context that can build trust over time with your clients. And we'll talk about where that commentary comes from, Chris, in a minute, because uh, it's a very cool feature. But I agree with you. I love that it's in the same place as the data. So you, as you're writing it, you can look at the data. Yeah. And, and of course, every Google Ads report is going to have graphs. They're all going to look different. You know, I, I personally like the graph, but what's special is you notice on this next page, the spend summary, um, the conversion summary, all these graphs, they each have an opportunity to show this text where you can change this text. And this text is automatically generated. This I did not write this. What you see on the screen, we generated eight conversions between May 1st and May 31st. And it was an increase compared to the previous total of four. Very understandable, plain English types of things. It didn't even use CPA or abbreviations and stuff like that. It was very straightforward. This was written by a computer software. Software. It was, written, it was so not for written the by first a human. time you the first time you made this report yeah. for the, the bakery. You did not come in here and write, we we generated right. X conversions between yeah. X state range. You didn't write that. It auto-populated, and scroll up to the spend summary, Chris. Yeah, here's the spend summary. It auto-populated this one as well, and scroll yep. up to the to the KPI one at the top, key performance indicator yep. indicators. That's the, uh, that, that's the original report there. Before you ruined there. it, there it is, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, look, look at what it says it. on this yeah. summary page. This is This is such human language, and it's automatically generated. So you could create report and send without typing any of this and the language on the report over the reporting period. We spent a total of $30 to generate eight conversions. Our average cost per conversion dropped by $7. I mean, th this is, th this is so clear and concise. And the fact that it's generated for you, I mean, this is, this is what gets me excited about the Optio reporting stuff, because this is not something that you see anywhere else. It's really unique. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how they make it bold there. So if you need to change that, those numbers you can or date ranges, you can very quickly know what to change. Yeah, and you know, just briefly scrolling through here, I mean, there's impressions, there's clicks, and and by the way, you can remove. And by the way, Chris, yeah, I was about to say you don't have to have some of these slides if you don't want them. Yeah, right here at the top, I can click remove slide. Boom, the slide's gone. Right, and then you didn't even include that. If you don't, if you don't want to get into uh, a certain uh, cost per conversion or ROAS that's in here, you just remove it and it's done. And then you can update the report and it's gone in the reports from here forward. Just so interesting. And then Jason, there's one other thing on the screen here. You know, you talked about the advice. The advice tab right here over on the left side talks about how to write your own commentary. You know, how to address this topic. But there's also an insights tab and <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that just blows my mind. It makes me think, you know, you know, how far till a robot apocalypse happens? Because it says right here, spend has been below target six times in a row. If other metrics look healthy, consider adjusting your budget range. Like it 
tells you, hey, you didn't have to just go pull up Google ads or pull up a report from something else to determine what the budget is and that you've been below target every time. This is telling you that that's been happening and you can mention that in your write-up or something like that. I mean, this gives you insights into this stuff, but it's not necessarily written in a customized uh, commentary on the slide itself. Yeah. Even even for a Google Ads manager, just kind of seeing the data presented this way with those in- insights like that that are a different look at it, you may think like, wow, okay, let's go take a look at search impression share. Then you might communicate to your client like, hey, you've been allocating this, but We've maxed out our impression share. Maybe we should look at a new campaign or a new topic to target. And then last. um, Love this. This is, you know, they're scrolling through. And this is always the question you get when you're doing a report like this. It's going to say something like, okay, you know, so I saw all that. So what are next steps? What, you know, what does all that mean? What do we do now? Now it's the next month. That's great for last month. What are we doing now? (laughs) Again, what blows my mind. This is auto-generated. This is something that you can customize these bullet points, but there is a, an, an entire slide here that just says next steps moving forward. Here's what the, the things we're going to be working on. And if you don't enter in anything here, it'll add some things based on what Optio sees you improving in the account. If you're going through the account, grinding through things, it's going to change these based on what's happening. You know, in, in this example, it's going to, it says improving our overall quality score. That's what they're working, you know, that's what the system says that, you know, it's trying to work towards. And uh, then it goes through a couple wins for the month. Cost per conversion was reduced, you know, things like that. So to add just a quick C-level kind of summary that someone can look at and understand in a blink what's happening and what's forward. Again, I keep saying it, but I've never seen anything like it. It's the amount of time and creativity power that this removes from your plate is immeasurable yeah totally now do we want to we want to hit a preview here chris yeah yeah so there and, and there's a conclusion and there's a few hidden slides so just lots more options you hit the preview report and uh it takes away all the customization stuff and now you get to actually see what it report uh, what it looks like this is what the pdf will generate clean readable clean. I just and with the, professional yeah looks so it looks so nice the the commentary is on the right the graph is on the left it doesn't take 15 metrics and throw them to you at once on a screen you get to see it line by line it's great and and to think that all this is included in the optio package along with their you know optimization suite that they already offer it's just it it's impressive it's impressive All right, Chris. Well, this was a lot of fun. Everyone knows what to do. Uh, We'll have uh, a link in the description to Optio. Uh, Chris, we will be back next week uh, with the next episode of the Paid Search Podcast. And we'll see everybody then. See you.